Look, no more interviews. I'm not talking about this on a song feature in the loop. Reporting live from Hawaii with my girl up off Santa the beach. Working on vacay in the booth, sand on my feet. I'm from the ground up like a ground ball play. I'm coming from the underground like it's Groundhog's Day. I'm talking. I'm the wrong one to rob. In the jungle, I'm Nas. In the label, I'm Russ. In the trap, I'm Rick Rouse. Double M Goldman Sachs. Just like Omar and Chloe. You came down for the packs. I sent you right back loaded. All right, so back on my bullshit for another episode. This is Connecticut's most controversial podcast. This is the Domino Effect. I go by the name of Domino, and as usual, I'm joined by my partner in podcast crime. We got if that in the motherfucking building. Yeah, yeah. How you doing? I'm well in yourself. Yeah, I'm all right. Okay, rather be drinking, but drink that water. Get held down by this. I hold you down. Nah. Live vicariously through me. So you just gonna keep fucking drinking in my face? Yeah. Got you. Shout out to G <laughs> on the boards. Uh, yo, G, when you leaving, B? Oh, G's leaving. The 18th? That's next, that's next week, right? Yo, G, don't get nobody pregnant out there. Yo, yo your wife going? For the first... Ah. And then, I'm telling. Ah. <laughs> I'm telling. Yo, no lie, yo. I think G might move coke, yo. Like, <laughs> yo, it's no way in hell G <laughs> with his regular job in this studio just got all this shit, all this nice shit. woman be holding him down, too. Wife ain't going for the... She going for the first two weeks, then she out. G got to handle business. Listen... Nigga, Don't worry about that man's money. Nigga, I just watched Ozark, nigga. You, yo, I'm saying, yo, give me a free session or something, my nigga. If you moving bricks, like, put me on, like. No, don't put him on anything. But um, anyway, I'm not writing any letters? Chill out, nigga. Love you. you All right, and uh, the, <laughs> the guest we got today is from the A60 area. Some, I wanted to start the year off, you know, with somebody that I really admire and somebody I've been trying to get on the show for a minute. Uh, when I first talked to her, she, uh, I think she was living in Atlanta. I couldn't really get her on the show. She was back and forth between Connecticut and uh, Atlanta doing her art shit, you know, being being fucking amazing and shit. I'm about to say, um, sculptor, crazy. sculptor, illustrator, uh, just all around dope artist. We got Firebomb in the motherfucking building. Hi. How <laughs> Hello. Are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you finally made it. I'm glad you now you know what the studio looks like. <laughs> oh my it's god. Not no and we ain't trying to drag into like no sex dungeon or nothing like that. You like know we what? got you. Like this is on your podcast, I love to publicly apologize. For you. <laughs> and on, on top of that, um I just wanna um give her a shout out too. Thank you so much to Bria for, you know, sending me a text and Telling me that she's been here in person. <laughs> yeah, like I had to I had to call in the reinforcement. I was like, "Yo, can you just let Olivia know that this ain't no fugazi shit?" Like, I ain't trying to. <laughs> people lie. That, no, that too. I was lie. like, he's sitting here like, why? Why would she cancel? And nah, like, I was I was he, hot. He was so upset. I was hot. And he was like, yeah. well, I'm like, yo, she'd probably not traveling with nobody. And I, if and, and was, I was thinking when you sent me the address, I'm just like, wait, this looks like a house. And normally when I do a podcast, it's always in a building yeah, in or a studio. station. Yeah. You expect so the theatrics like, and all. I ain't nah. This ain't. And I mean, there's like, theatrics, you just don't know it until yeah. you get inside. And you know, you watch catfish, and then coming from Atlanta, I'm like that um area, it's a number one state for sex trafficking. It's like oh, shit. next thing you know, Jesus. you have an interview, next thing you know, you're in a trap house and yeah. you're like oh no see yeah. <laughs> that's what i'm saying i'm like she's a girl she got to protect her herself 
Nah, but but oh, she oh. as soon as I saw her text in the morning, mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, all right, <laughs> exactly. let me write him back. There's nothing wrong with let getting me write some, him back. Yeah, the same information. <laughs> do your food, research. Who gaze the operation? Mm-hmm. Shout out. And to then G. It, it helped that she knew you, so right, I was like, right. okay. Yo, G, you got to do something with this fucking front. Niggas out here looking like yo, these niggas trying to kidnap me. Everybody says it though. It was like as soon as because you pull up, you're like. The hell is this? <laughs> nah, because and I, then you walk had, in and you're like, Whoa. I'm like, oh, it's shoot. Nah, because I told her the address and I guess she like Google mapped it and she was like, yo, yeah. this is a this is a house. I was, I was like, like, oh, I was like, nah, you know, nah, this is you no know, my nigga, my nigga live here. <laughs> Studios adjacent to here, and you know we good. She was like, nah, <laughs> nah. I just did the same thing. I was like, yo, Bria, you know, yo, t- yo, do it. And then she was like, and then she here. Well, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, Thank um. You. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Where the fuck you get your podcast? We are there. Domino Effect Podcast at gmail.com for any of your comments, questions, or concerns. If you want your question answered in the what segment, you can reach us there. Domino Effect Podcast at gmail.com. So we ain't gonna do a normal show today. It's everybody is pressed for time and niggas got shit to do. We're just gonna get straight to this interview portion and uh, we're gonna get to know a little bit more about Olivia, aka Firebomb. Awesome, awesome. Now, uh, Olivia Firebomb, you, you don't care which one I call you? No, people okay. call me O, they call me Liv, they call me Fire. All right, Miss <laughs> Bomb. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, so um, you were born in Philly mm-hmm. and raised in Hartford. Yes. Now, how was your upbringing in Hartford? Was it tough? Was it just average? Like, what was, um, what was I the temperature say in Hartford? I came from a blue-collar family. Mm. And um, my family, um, my mother and my father, they're from Vietnam. They're from Saigon, Vietnam. So they're very straight off the boat, mm. <laughs> Vietnam. And, like... um. And, you know, coming into, like, um, how we were brought up, we are brought up very, like, old-fashioned, traditional, mm. strict. So, like, you know, don't leave the house. Don't go sleep over no one's house. Or mm. just play with play with each other and just stay inside the house. Right. Um, and so we grew up with, like, very um, tough love. Not a lot of affectionate love, but very, like, you know, go to school, don't die. Let me make sure. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I feel like that's every, like, foreigner, first, yeah. first yeah. generation yeah. Americans, we all deal with that. Definitely. I'm always, like, the normal mom. Definitely. You come over here and get a better life. You better not be on that bullshit. I came yeah. here for you. you. <laughs> but I grew up in the south end of Hartford, so I grew up um, near uh, Flatbush. Yeah. Is that a bad area? Um, no, but people. I mean, you have your um, you give and you take. Like people come from the north end of Hartford, you have your bad areas, you have your good areas, and then people come from the south end of Hartford, you have your bad areas and your good areas. But I don't want to say that I grew up in such a horrible area. Mm, okay. I mean. We survived. Yeah, yeah, you here. <laughs> out here making your parents hit. proud and shit. <laughs> now, um, when you were younger, did you always know that you had, were you always this gifted with art? Were you always like drawing and doodling and stuff like that? First off, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but um I um I I started creating like at the age of two. And then I think like my parents reinforced it even more at the age of six. Mm, okay. And it was only because like a teacher, like a first my first grade teacher, she had like said to like my dad, like Yo, like your harness that. Like, you know, <laughs> she gonna make you some money. Yeah, like she was. She was like my first grade teacher was like to my dad, like she's really talented at the age of six. Like you should bring her to all these like little small art summer programs. And then he would just keep buying me like color pencils and paints and all that because he knew that I really liked it. And then like he liked to like show off to his friends like, oh yeah, my daughter, she could draw you like in twenty minutes. <laughs> 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 now, did you know you had this talent? Or you was just drawn just for fun. 
at, at that time, um, I think like, you know, like as a kid, like when you're drawing, you're just like, oh, I'm really good at it. And then, you know, like when all the other kids are around, you're like, yo, she could draw. Yo, I made a yeah. stick figure. <laughs> she made a whole fucking Van Gogh. <laughs> and this I, is my impressionist phase. Like, and, yeah. and at that time, I think like um, I was just like really, really into it. But then like as the older that I got, like into middle school and into high school, I made it even more like a, oh, I'm going to still do this. I'm going to still do this. Like people loved it. And then it was not until like college, I decided to keep on furthering my education in art that it was just like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I only want to do. Mm. Yeah. Was art your major? It was. And my, my minor was marketing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So it worked well. Right? Hand in hand. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. Now, <laughs> this is how you market yourself. Now, how do you balance trying to harness your talent and do your schoolwork in college? Like, how do you balance that? Well, when I was in, um, I went to CCSU. I graduated from CCSU. And, like, the thing about art is, like, um, when you're an art major, we don't really, like, have classes like the other people. Mm. Like, our classes are more like, I'm going to create something. I'm going to draw something. When we get to class, how we grade it is we all sit in a circle, kumbaya, and then Mm. we're just like, you know what? I like it. Mm. You know what? This is crap. Mm-hmm. Whereas like other people are like, oh yeah, I got an A on my test, yeah. or um, hey, I got a ninety eight score on my on my geometry, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think for us, it was more freedom of speech, mm-hmm. and those were mainly like my my classes. They were more like critiques and all that. Mm-hmm. So it was just more like a a free for all expression. Now, how do you take critiques? Do you just look at it like, oh, this is gonna help me improve, or no, oh, no, fuck you, this is. You know what? Um, When I was younger, like when I was younger, I used to, um, I think everyone being an artist, like anyone that critiques your work, you know, you take it to heart. It's about my shit. Yeah, right. It's a a true thing. But um, I think the older that I got and then the more feedback that I got on my artwork, I became more accepting of it that people were just like, they, they paid so much attention to it. And then they were observant of like, my progress. So I would take in people's feedback now. But then mm. if it's just like, like if it's outlandish, I'm just like, shut up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what shut you up. talking about? <laughs> now, um, were you working while, while you were in college? Um, I was, but not really. Not I really. was doing work study. And mm. then like, I remember one time I worked at Forever 21, quit the same day. Damn. <laughs> Walked out. Like, I was just like, oh, I hate retail. But I wasn't working like that. So nine to five was never you. I I know you had a job at some point, but nine to five was just never your thing. Absolutely not. And I don't. And I don't. Um. I don't like belittle anybody that does a nine to five. Like mm-hmm. if you enjoy your nine to five, that's awesome. But I'm it not a nine for to you. five. Yeah, not at all. Now the job that had you just say fuck this nine to five shit. Now you were a nail tech, and mm-hmm. okay. So tell us about that story. I want to hear that story. Um. So you know the thing about after you graduate from college that they don't tell you is that a lot of times when you go to college, they sell you such an empty dream mm. that they that after you graduate, you think that you're going to have a, a, a job or a career in the field that you went for, mm-hmm. but you absolutely don't. Like 98%, you really don't. And like right after I gradu- graduated, I couldn't find a job for the life of me. So I ended up working as a nail tech. And the thing is, it's almost like barbershop money. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, you make good money, but... Mm. You're just here, you're standing, or you're sitting all day doing people's nails, and I hated it. During that time, um, it, it made ends meet, and I was really happy because I was financially stable, but right. I wasn't happy because it was just like, oh my God, I'm making this money, but I hate being here. I right. hate waking up and just knowing the thought that I have to drive here. Right. Yeah. It was crazy. 
<laughs> now, the thing that made you quit is, because uh, like, I heard the story, and then like the first thing I thought of was that Martin episode where uh, <laughs> Ew, Cole, Cole, Cole was slipping his toenails, and that toenail oh. just came all around the room and hit him. <laughs> so you got hit in the lip. Oh my you god! Thrown up. <laughs> I absolutely love that. You know your information. You know, you <laughs> so, did your research. I do this, show. <laughs> <laughs> you wow! I'm very impressed. Um, uh, okay, so during that time, um, uh, Instagram had became like such a a huge like popping like just social media, mm-hmm. and um, everybody was using it to display like you know um their um personal pages, whatever. But I decided I'm gonna use mine to like. I'm going to show people I do art. When I was in college, I was actually quiet. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't talk to a lot of people. I was just in the art department, and I would just go back to my dorm. I was just like, okay. Like, in high school and middle school, everyone knew that I did art. And then, you know, going to college, it's like 3,000 people around you. You're like, you know what? I want everyone to know that I do art, and mm. I'm I'm great at it. So, right, right. Like, so I'm just here, and I was doing, like, just little minor sketches, and people were just like, wow, she's really good at this. I had one follower of mine, he hit me up and then he was just like, Hey Liv, um, Big Sean is holding this contest of like, you know, he's holding a, a contest for graphic designers, painters, creatives, because he's looking for someone to work on his like new clothing line. And I'm just like, okay, cool. And at that time I was drawing like little just little snippets of like little celebrities in like a notebook. Mm-hmm. And then every single day I was just drawing him and it it was just so good because it looked exactly like him. And I'm just like, damn, he's not seeing it. It's <laughs> like this like oh mm. man and it was every single day for like a week and then um i it was like the next day i woke up and i have a really really solid foundation with god and like i have a really good relationship with him mm. and i just like i remember just like hearing a voice saying like you need to paint him and mm. i'm just, and i never painted before a day in my life oh, okay i didn't paint during college i was um my focus was an illustration okay but i had a professor tell me like live if you know how to draw and you draw really well you're gonna be a really good painter and i was like okay so i just went to the store and i was just like you know what i'm not gonna even do like a small painting of him i'm gonna make sure i'm gonna do like a massive painting of him and it was like it was six by seven feet. Oh wow! It was in it was inside of the house Damn, that how I the lived fuck in. Did you, you, right. <laughs> you stand on? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I love I love massive work. I love big body scale work. And then um, I I formed a grid, and I was just like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna paint this. Mm. And then I had my friend. He was a cinematographer. He recorded the entire thing. And it was back when Instagram was only 15 second videos. Like and I was just getting everybody of my audience included in it, and at the time I think I only had like like five hundred followers, mm. and then I was just like, okay, like you know what, like I'm gonna make this into a big thing where everyone's included, and then everyone was just tagging him, mm. tagging so him. They were tagging his the, girlfriend. This at the was time. right after you quit, or this is during. Okay, so you were still working. I was still working at the nail salon. She didn't get there yet. Hold on. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was still working at the nail salon. And then, and you know, during that time back then, like, you know, we lived for, like, the celebrity just liked your photo. Mm. And mm. we're just like, oh, shit, they yeah. saw it. Oh, my God. And I, so I finished the, the painting, and it was just, like, at that time, it was, like, I think, like, 300 likes and 300 comments, whatever. People just tagging him and Naya Rivera at the time. Mm. That was his girlfriend at the time. Mm. And... I, you know, I went back to work and I remember just hanging out um, afterwards with a girlfriend at U-Heart and all I remember was looking at my phone, notification was going off crazy. Mm. And it just said, Big Sean liked your photo. 
Big Sean liked your video. Mm. Big Sean this and Big Sean that. I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> oh nigga, we lit! <laughs> right, we right, 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 right. And then, um, and it was so crazy. So, he, you know, he liked it. <laughs> and his boy at the time, his really good right-hand man had reached out to me. Mm. And it was actually through Bria. So, mm. Bria actually knows Sean and she actually knows um Connect up dots. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and it's so crazy because then now I have like like such a good foundation relationship with his boy mm. and his so his um friend um his really good friend Vito he emailed me he was just like hey Liv Sean and um Kid Cudi on tour right now for Hall of Fame that's his second album mm. and they're just like they're gonna go to Mohegan they're just like you should meet him and we'll give you tickets for free you should meet him in person and give him this painting mm. it's like it's it's miraculous and it was crazy because the painting that I made that everyone saw. I already shipped it to LA, so they actually made. I actually made a second painting. Oh, oh wow! Shit. Yeah, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I was just like, and, and you know, and it's it's weird because he 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 just like grew a a heavy foundation at that time. Like his famosity grew. Mm-hmm. He was like still up and coming. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I was just like, oh shit! Like I was actually I was actually like more excited to see Kid Cudi. <laughs> yo, yo, Cudi fans are something else, yo. Yeah, because Cudi? he touches he touches such a soft spot with just. Art, creativity, suicide, like yeah, he, that depression I mean, he's thing. Not, he's not the average the rapper. Exactly. Yo, it's, it's it's like three artists that got these wild fans. I'll never understand. It's Eminem, Joe Budden, and Kid Cudi fans. I will never understand them fans. But I get, oh. I get it. I was like, but it's just like they are just diehard. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's something else. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> and um, so okay, so we. My best friend was a call. Me and my best friend, we go to Mohegan Sun, and you know we enjoy the sets and all that. Mm. And then um, I actually went with Bria. Um, we went backstage. We met Sean, mm. and like you know, and we had a, like a really good conversation. And I think you know one of the things that's like really embarrassing to say when you meet a celebrity is that when they ask you like you know, oh, so what do you do? Right. And then I tell them, it's not art that I tell them first. It's I'm a nail tech. And then he was like, oh, wait, I thought you was an artist. Right. And I'm just like, oh, no, I am. I am. I do that on the side. But he was just like, oh, he was like, you should do this full time. Right. He was just like, you're really good at it. And I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> and it's weird because the thing is, it's embarrassing because it's like, it's almost like telling somebody, um, I'm really good at this, but I settled for this. Right. Because it gives me money. Right. And it's just like, damn, I kind of wish I didn't say that to a celebrity. Mm-hmm. But, um, and it was so crazy because um, on his set and even in person, he was just like, you know, I know what it feels like to not be able to make rent. I know what it feels like to sleep in my girlfriend's basement and like try to still do music. Like I know what it feels like to not be financially stable and pay bills. And I'm just like, damn, but you still made it work. Mm. And it's so ironic how everything happens. But maybe like it was just like the next day, the next day, I had like 98 calls on my on my cell phone and people were just like, Liv, they talking about you on Hot 93.7. And I was just like, Wow, and then I was like, wow, that's so cool. Like, I'm like, that's so great. That's so dope. You don't even got an album out when they say <laughs> And and then um my my um brother's boyfriend, he he goes and he runs to like runs in my room. He's like, Olivia, Big Sean just shouted you out on Instagram and he tagged you. And then oh. he shouted you out on Twitter. Mm. And I was like, damn, this is crazy. And he like he signed me, like he signed an album for me, everything too, and gave me a t-shirt. I was like, wow. And then 500 followers went to 2,500 followers. Yeah. Mm. And then I was just like, okay, like, this is, this is great. Yeah, We're moving. It's something. So, 
the actually and the crazy thing is the week after that I ended up doing work and I ended up meeting Rick Ross mm-hmm. and like Maybach Music Group just emailed me. They're just like, Hey, we wanna know if you could do this massive painting of Rick Ross and we want you to meet you we want you to meet us in New York. And I and then I met the VP of Sav from um Def Jam from um, Maybach Music Group. Mm. And then um I met Rick and then like I was just and it was just like so much that was unfolding. So the next day, mm. go back to work. <laughs> Go back to work, hit back, you know, to reality and all that. And, you know, and it's like all these blessings that are happening. And you're just like, it, it makes you even more sad when you go back when to you work. When you go to work and it's right. like, mm. and you're just like, it, it didn't happen. Right. Like, it's, so, it's almost like I have to go back to being sad. Right. So um, I had to do a pedicure for an old lady. And normally, like, you know, we, we wear masks and all that. And I didn't wear my mask. I clipped her toenail and it hit my mouth. And when it hit my mouth, mm. I remember just automatically getting up and just quitting. And it was like, it was a sad moment and it was a really scary moment because the thing is, at that time, there was not many jobs in art that I could enjoy. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, this is the only thing that I could do. And then, but I was just like, you know what? It's okay. Um, my my boss at the time, he gave me my last $80 of that day. Mm. He was like, you know, this is your last $80. He even gave me an extra 20 He was just like... He's like, what are you going to do now? And I, I remember telling him, I'm like, I'm going to go follow my dreams because this is what I want to do. Right. Um, I remember driving up to VFW and just crying and like talking to God out loud saying like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, it, it, like whatever you want me to do, if people want me to draw their kids, if people want me to draw their tattoos, their logos, whatever, I'm going to do it. I just don't want to work for anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to work for yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was the craziest thing because then right after that, that week, the first week, um, just taking people, taking in people's commissions because then Rick Ross shouted me out. Right. And then I just grabbed another following from right. his audience. Hey, yo, Olivia, what you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He is so funny. But that that week, that week is just grabbing their audiences and their, like, you know, their clientele or whatever. Like, I think I remember that week I made, like, it was like a thousand, a thousand dollars and eighty four, like, eighty four dollars. Like, it was, it was just crazy. Mm. And, and it was just like, okay. If you're consistent with it, it's gonna grow. It's right. gonna grow, and then you're gonna be able you to water do that this plant. Time. Yeah, mm. and then ever since then, it was just like it was months after that. It was Steve Aoki, Waka Flocka, wow. Travis Scott, Fab. It was Fifty Cent, Spike Lee, Two Chains. It was it was just like so many people to work with. Hill Harper, Drake. It was like so many people to work with, and I was like, okay. You know. like, now, now you met all people. these people, or you just drunk done paintings Drawings. of them. I met all these people. Met all these people. I met all these people. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right. Humble brag. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. You gotta no, pat yeah, yourself you got on the back when you get that. That's fucking amazing. Now, um, shout that out. Being that you're self-employed, you know, you're gonna have your peaks and valleys. Have you ever had like a down week? Where it was like, yo, I'm considering going back to work because I'm just not bringing in as much, or you've just always been on the up, like um, steady. Even I think when I even first began, like even when I first quit my job. If it was, like, just something that I had to, like, like even if I had to take a part-time on the weekend mm. and be, like, a host somewhere, I did. Mm. And then, But then even that reminded me even so much more, I don't like working for yeah. people. And mm. I, I would this just... This isn't what I want. And the type of person that I am is that I'm the type, of like, where when people give me, like, instructions or orders, and let, let alone if I work at, like... I remember I worked at Wooden Tap when I was still, like, just, like, kind of up and coming. Like, if somebody gave me an attitude... I quit on the spot. It was just like, yo. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> it was like, you give me an attitude, like, I don't have to do this. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. 
Like I work a lot harder. Like And I, that's the thing. Once you I feel like once you venture out into your own world, you're you're your own boss. And you're like, I know what I can do and what I can bring in. Yeah. And then you like, ah, oh, it's a slow moment. Let me just, you know, try to make ends meet and go back to this. And then you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, nah. Yeah. I don't know how much money I'm bringing you in, but mm-hmm. I know it's not enough for me. So right. I'm and it's go. not enough time for me to just stay here and work for you for what, $8 an hour? Nah, it's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. No. Now, um, how it is nowadays when it comes to like, um, especially like music and stuff like that, a lot of people gain their following because of the internet. You post a song, it might get retweeted, it might get played, it might just catch on fire out of nowhere. Now, do you think you would be as successful if the internet wasn't a viable like resource, source, resource for anyone to see your work? I think I would probably only be successful in Connecticut mm. if the internet was not around. And the only reason why I say that is because Connecticut is one like you know the smaller states, mm. and word of mouth gets around like a lot oh, easier than and then, the next, yeah. yeah, but. I feel like the internet is probably the most necessary thing for what I do because mm. it just connects to so many people and so many so many um, relationships, foundations with people that are on the other side of the world, on the other side of the country. Mm. Um, yeah, I yeah, I, it's definitely, definitely vital. Now, <laughs> you didn't stay in Connecticut for long because you was out here doing your thing. You was out here popping. You just jumped ship and moved to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to do the same thing, girl. Yo, don't feel I bad. I was dead ass <laughs> Yo, how sad I was. I was like, because I, I don't know how I discovered it. It was probably through Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking through her work. And I was like, yo, this shit is dope. And then I realized, oh shit, she's from Connecticut. Oh, she's coming on the fucking show. <laughs> and then um, I'm looking through, I'm like, yo, all these paintings are dope. So I hit her up. And uh, I think, like, it was something with the scheduling. It was like, I'm only up here for, like, a couple of days or whatever, and then I'm going back mm-hmm. to Atlanta. I was like, so she's not from Connecticut? <laughs> <laughs> I was sad and shit. I'm like, oh, she's going back down there. I'm like, fuck, man. But, <laughs> but <Hey>. so, <laughs> so why'd you make the jump to Atlanta, of all places? Why not? Um, I remember when I left, um, when I left Connecticut, I think I had, like, 11, 11,000 followers at the time. Mm. And, like, I remember just, like, being a steady, and not to even toot my own horn, but just being a steady voice in people's mouths in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. When I would leave my house, people, everybody would know who Firebomb is. When I went to the mall, people would know who Firebomb is. People wanted to take a picture with Firebomb. Like, mm. there was just so many, it was just so much stability in the foundation that I built in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to challenge myself to see if I could do it in another, another, state. like, state but far away right not even like oh let me go to new york like and people were asking me like hey how come you didn't move to like la you didn't move to like new york and i'm just like the rent (laughs) but the other thing too was atlanta was just so up and coming Mm. and there was just so much culture at the time that was going on there Mm. and then especially musically and i honestly i'm gonna be honest with you i love the west side but i really favor where we're from which is the east side too Mm. so when i made the decision it was like in three months. It was just like, I remember just like going to this park every single day. I used to walk to this park every single day and I would like just reevaluate everything that's going on in my life. And I remember coming home and just telling my entire family, like, and they didn't even know where it, it was just like a curveball. They didn't know where it came from. They were just like, she's about to move. Mm. Like, it was just like, yeah, I'm about to move to Atlanta. Like, they're just like, of all places, like, why? Right. And then at the time, they didn't even believe me. <laughs> They didn't believe me until I. <laughs> they didn't believe me until I dropped the deposit on an apartment, mm. and then they were just like, "Oh wow, oh, she's dead. Dead. serious, <laughs> right?" She's leaving. You're yeah. not going nowhere. Mm. But I, I loved it, and I think um, one of the other things too is like when I left, 
I really needed to be by myself. In Connecticut, I was just surrounded by so many people. Had a so many net. people, right? Mm. In case in case anything went down, you can call your family, you can call mm. your friends. But I really want to isolate myself and really get to know other people by myself mm-hmm. and just not not be like around so many people. It, it's it's like one of those things like when like um writers go to like the cabins and be by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Except I ended up doing that for like two years. But <laughs> and I when I went to LA and I learned how to completely adult. Like be an adult, like pay bills, build my own shit, like from Amazon, build tables and all that. Mm-hmm. Not ask for help. Like right. like just built off of pure independence. Mm-hmm. So you said you were in Atlanta for two years. For that experience in that time frame, uh, what was your or what kind of following did you build at that point? When I first got down there, um, when I first got down there, Atlanta, Georgia's right next to Florida. So I would showcase at Miami Art Basel mm. every single year. And I actually met um the marketing the marketing director for Street Execs, which mm. is Two Chains record label. Okay. And then right when I instantly got down there, like I met Two Chains. Mm. And then they're just like, Hey, we want you to make a painting for his studio. I'm mm. like, Okay. <laughs> just like that. Yeah, and it was crazy. Cause then, and then I remember um, just like meeting him, meeting Travis Porter, meeting Trinidad James, meeting a lot of just um, oh K Camp, um, just like a lot of um, of the people that mm. were just like coming out from Atlanta. Right, right. Like you know, sometimes like like us being from Connecticut, like I didn't even realize like you know like Two Chains. He's like a, a god down, down there. Down there, yeah. T.I., Gucci, even B.O.B. Like, B.O.B.'s not even big like that, but yeah, because- that ladder of shit. But because he's from Stupid. Atlanta, uh. it was just like, he's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they praised him. Gucci, mm. definitely. Gucci's Gucci a, is a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is there anyone that you've drawn that you haven't given a, given a drawing to yet that you want to? Um, I want to say, yes. Um, I would love, oh my God. I would love, 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 love to meet Adele. Adele. Yeah. Mm. I would love to, um, I mean, even like, you know, the late um, Chester Bennington, but I'm a huge Linkin Park fan mm-hmm. and I would love to meet Linkin Park. Word. Um, but yeah, like it, yeah. Now, what's your favorite type of art style? Is it is it painting? Is it sculpting? Like what? what's your favorite art style? So I love everything, but I specialize in painting. Mm. I'm like a huge, um, I specialize in acrylics. So I, I love painting. It's just. Now, being as someone that wasn't formally taught painting, you're like a fucking prophet. So you just picked up a paintbrush <laughs> one day. Like if, like if they said that you can draw and you can do all this other shit, then, then you can paint. Like how do you, like how the fuck do you just pick up a paintbrush and just know how to paint? It it's like something weird. It's like it's like when you see other people do it, and it's just times. It's just time of like practice, and like this is like five years of practice. Mm-hmm. It's just like okay, like once you get into the groove of things, you're just like you know how to do it better every single next time. Mm-hmm. You're just like okay, you know what? Because even when I look back at my old work, I'm like, yo, this is shit. Like, <laughs> this is like this is crazy from what I like make now, but. It it just gravitates into like if you know how to draw, you know how to paint. Someone told me if you know how to paint, you know how to tattoo. And I'm just like, wow. Like it's it's so many things that go hand in hand in hand with each other. And then the more that you're like letting your your creative juices flow and like feed off of one another, mm. you're just like, yo, if I know how to do this, now I know how to sculpt. Mm. If I know how to do this, I know how to make jewelry. Mm. If I know how to make jewelry, I know how to paint on clothes. Mm. Like you're just like it's like one one that feeds the other. And then once you even hit like um like I'm a painter, but I have a like I have a keen eye for photography too. But I'm not a photographer. Mm. I don't shoot stuff. But when I like watch other people's like shots and all that, I'm like, that's a good shot. Right. That's not a good shot. Mm. That's a good video. That's not a good video. Mm. And it's just I, I think it's just everything with like 
oh, that's good presentation. That's not good presentation. Right. Right. That color should not be in there. That color should be in there. It's just like, it's more that, like, it feeds off of just like your your artistry that's inside. Mm. Now, how often do you hit like that artistic block where it's like nothing's right and nothing comes out? Oh, oh my God. I recently <laughs> just got out of it. But um yeah, I saw that post. I've only hit it twice. And mm. when I hit it twice, they were it was really, really not detrimental to my work only because people were still loving my work. Mm. But it was just so detrimental to Olivia. Right. Because it was just like I was making like I I have a strong clientele that I mean, they 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 love effortlessly they love my work mm. but my clientele work is very different from my gallery work right. like if people ever want gallery work you're gonna pay gallery prices right. but as far as clientele work people will always get the abstract pieces of clientele work right. whereas like during for that I was doing that for such a long time because it was just so stable and people loved it Right. but it was like the gallery pieces they're like Olivia they're like Olivia coming out whereas Oh, you want me to draw a picture of your dog? You want me to draw a picture of a mermaid? You want me to draw, like, you know, a fish? Like, it doesn't matter. Mm. But the gallery pieces were more like me sending messages out to women. Like, you know, like, this is how I empower women. And so when I was in a block, oh, my God. Like, even, like, my, I questioned even my my relationship with God. It mm. was just like, God, like, what what's going on? Not now. Like, mm. don't do this now. And it was everything that had to help to get to this point that I'm at today, like whether it was traveling, eating good food, being around good people, reading good books and all that, I made sure that I did everything that exercising. I made sure that I did everything that I can to get back, to get back. And then it was just like instantly, it was just like that little voice like, all right, Liv, today's the day to paint. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, today's the day, nothing's stopping you and you're going to paint something and it's going to be miraculous and people are going to repost it and people are going to tell you that you changed your lives. And I was like, all right, God, I'm ready. Mm. And then I just did it. And then and it's weird because then it's like my heart opens back up to God again. It's like, yo, like you are real. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm never, I'm never playing you ever again. Like, <laughs> now, how long was this time period? Uh, so when I used to do gallery pieces, mm. I would do them like one right, one day right after the other, mm. and they were just like it was just like instant pieces that were just like popping out, and people were loving it. But like then it grew into. Days grew into weeks, mm. and then the weeks grew into months. And then um, the artist block that I was in for a, a gallery piece, it was like four months. It mm. was four months every single piece, and I didn't like it. But then mm. I told myself that you have to accept it, because in order for good work to come out, you can't rush good work. I was going to say, is that something like, I understand it's something that bothers you because you feel like it should be a constant flow of energy coming from mm -hmm. you, but you have to sit back and do question like what's going on in my life that's making me yeah like yeah have this block absolutely and then that even from there the thing that gets me the most is that my like my followers my engagement with my followers they pay attention so much and then once i i released like like uh my my recent gallery piece mm -hmm. like they were just like oh great like you know we missed you like you know you're you're back and once they know that mm -hmm. once they know that you've been an artist block yeah. without even you telling them that mm -hmm. like it's been a while since she's done a gallery piece it's like damn i can't let them know that right i can't yeah. let them know like oh it's been a while that she's done a piece and i think from back then it was just the flow was just so continuous and it was easy mm -hmm. but then so when it grew even scarce it was just like it was so scary for me it was just like what's going on why why is like nothing clicking Mm. Why why don't why don't I feel compelled to do this? And so then, then you have that time for like self reflection. Yes. And then now I do everything like 
like especially the gallery piece that I just I just painted, I do everything now to in order to feed my creativity, and it might not have to do anything with art. It just mm-hmm. has to do with something with feeding myself. Right. Yeah. Now, was that four months of you putting like paint to canvas and like nothing came out to your standards, or you just absolutely doing nothing? No, 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 no. Nothing came out to my standards. I was still doing like a, a okay. lot of work. I was doing just like paint parties. I was doing like work for like clients. Oh, okay. But there would be pieces that I don't want to do. Mm. It was just like, okay, I'm gonna do this because you're paying me, but it's not like it's not like Olivia, like the it's Olivia. Not feeding pieces. your soul. Yeah, it's not. Now, what's the difference between Olivia and Fireball? Oh my god, I love this question too. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why I love this question is because like I feel like 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 I have like a really tight core circle mm-hmm. and like they know Olivia. So they know how Olivia came up and they right. know how Olivia transformed into Firebomb. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the same thing between like Beyonce and Sasha Fierce. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Where like Olivia and Olivia's working on it, but <laughs> like Olivia's like, you know, I'm emotional, I'm sensitive. Mm-hmm. I'm um like, you know, um, sometimes I get angry easily and all that. And, like, like I'm wishy-washy. I'm unsure. Whereas I feel like Firebomb is right behind her. And Firebomb is just, like, assertive, direct, like, vocal, very outspoken, very strong-minded. Very, like, Firebomb is my Instagram. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's just, like, she's, like, powerful, very impactful, very inspiring. Mm-hmm. And then you have Olivia where, like, you know, when you meet Olivia in person, it's just like, oh, I'm silly. Like, right. I'm funny. Like, you know, and, like, I crack jokes all the time. Um, I'm very truthful, very honest. Like, but Firebomb is, like, just motivating, very determined. Mm-hmm. So I, I love her. I do. <laughs> <laughs> now, so um, the daily affirmations that you have around your house on, on the posters, so, so those are for Olivia? Yes. Okay. They are. They're so, for Olivia. So when it's looking in the mirror, every time you look in the mirror, tell yourself I love you. That's for Olivia. Yeah. Now, do you deal with that a lot now? Usually artists are very eccentric crazy minded people where like obviously with your immaculate fucking paint that gotta come from some crazy place cause we are <laughs> yeah that, that's, that, that, that don't come from some normal motherfucker but so um like do you deal with like depression or like mood swings or like things like that absolutely I um so when I was 17 I used to be very suicidal mm. and it was just the pressures that you go through to through high school right you know like Kids in high school are fucking mean. Fucking kids are fucking mean. mean. Kids yeah. in general are mean little <laughs> shit. And just saying. like, you know, and then like just to deal with it, like, you know, um, and not having like a really uh, you know, coming from a traditional family, mm. not having like a, oh, don't listen to them. Like like, like an mean? outlet. Right. Those yeah. type of parents. Yeah. It's like you have to deal with it with yourself. So mm. I was very suicidal, like when I was seventeen. And like just to just to even now, like like get past that was everything. But then when I recently experienced depression, I experienced depression through my artist block. Mm. And it was just it was like constant crying. And it was like some days I would be ecstatic, very happy. Mm. But then there was other days where I was just like walking in melancholy. And mm. I was just like, No, this is not how you used to operate, live. Like what's going on? Like you need to find things that get you back in right. in, in, in order. And I would I would find several outlets like on Groupon, like Go here, read a book here, eat here. You never tried this food. Try kickboxing. Like so many things to Pull like really out of that. beat that depression because mm-hmm. once you're in it, it's almost like someone pushed you in a hole. Someone mm-hmm. pushed you in a hole is six feet deep, and then they're just looking at you like, 
uh, you can't get back up. Okay, yeah. And then clawing to get out of that. Right. Mm-hmm. And then once you're climbing back up, right, and you reach the edge, they go and they shove you Knock again. You back down. They rebury you. So you get so you get these high highs and these really low lows. Yes, yes. And and oh my God, that's like the worst thing about being an artist, being a musician, being a designer, because once we're up, we're up. But when mm-hmm. we're low, we're low. We're like low. There's no in between, no middle ground. No. But when it comes to musicians, sometimes that's that's when they create their best piece of work when they're sometimes yep. depressed. Does that apply for you? Yes, yes. And even with like my last piece, even when I had to admit to my followers that I was in the artist block and I was in so much pain. It was just like I, I honestly felt like like almost like it's like a thing like where you, where you feel like your craft betrays you. Mm. You're just like, Art, what are you doing? Like why are you doing this to me? Like mm. I thought we was good. Like, you know, like and it was so painful to pick up a paintbrush because it was just like it might not be good. Then at that point, I grew unsure of myself. Mm. And normally, like when I got a good idea, like I feel really confident about it. I'm like, this painting's about to be miraculous. Mm-hmm. But then it was just like, oh, it might not be. Yeah. Or it was just like, and if it might not be, don't paint it. It mm. was just like, oh, it was like, nah. And, and when that and, devil gets on your shoulder, ooh, girl, yeah. oh my <laughs> that god, devil is strong, it, yeah. But honestly, I feel like you notice it. Um, I feel like anytime you have those roadblocks in your life, mm-hmm. anytime you hit those moments in life, you're like, God dang, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Right. That's that devil. Yes. Every time, I feel like that was myself. I feel like when he tells me certain things, I'm like, listen, you can't give in, God damn it. No. We got we to gotta keep fighting. And then now it's so crazy because even now, like my heart, again, is just so close to God. It's mm-hmm. like, God, just pull, pull me along with you. Hold my hand throughout it all. Like, if I'm not supposed to create today, I trust it. Right. It's okay. What's your inspiration for most art? Is it being in those depressive states? Is it seeing something? Is it like what's your motivation or what's your inspiration to paint certain things? It's, what, what inspired this one? Oh, see, that's a client. Piece. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I was like, I saw the. She was like so happy to get this. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, video. yeah. <laughs> she got that for like Christmas. Christmas. It was like a late yeah. Christmas yeah. gift, and I was like, oh, that's so pretty. <laughs> but um, a lot of my pieces. They come from a dark place. They do. They come from like a hurtful place. But sometimes the situations might not be with me. They'll mm. be with my friends. Like my friends will be like, they'll come back like, Liv, he played me. He fucked this other girl. And like, mm. and then I'm here and I'm still calling him. And then sometimes when I think about that and I'll hear like phrases or quotes or I hear like lyrics on certain songs that they stick out so much to me, mm. a painting is a creative. It's like sometimes... When you try to help people, when you try to help women, mm. like women are such so vulnerable beings and we're so nurturing and all that. Mm. So when we take things to heart, we take it so deep to mm-hmm. heart. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and, the, and the crazy thing about it is that like, so you can only tell somebody so much to help them. Mm. But when people see a picture, they're just like, oh, like, you know, when you see a picture, it's literally a thousand words. You're mm. just like, wow, like this person knows how I feel. It's very Drake. <laughs> Every painting is a fucking Drake song. So is this Drake one in your gallery. Oh, yeah, that's my recent one. Okay, first yeah. of all, love. Thank you. Um, I was telling you I loved it. Yeah, and I was like, this I was sitting actually... here pointing out different little um small details, and he was like, I didn't even see that. I was like, yeah. ha ha, it was so, for me, not for you. That's actually my recent gallery piece, and so that one it's received the most likes mm-hmm. and the most feedback on my on my Instagram. Now, specifically that painting, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, Miss Mom, are you dating? Um, no, I'm not. I would love to. So but somebody I'm didn't not. really capture your heart, no? No, and you know somebody's <laughs> fishing for it though. No, he captured it. He got it. It's on the hook. But sort of, kind um, of, but not really. So <laughs> I I decided not to date for like two years, mm. and like and during that time I was actually celibate too. Shit. 
Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I decided to not date. And um and it was just like a time to like really be focused because I'm gonna be honest with you, like sometimes I really feel like relationships have a way of being really distracting. And mm. I'm just like, okay, I'm trying to get what I need to get done. If you don't understand my lifestyle, you don't need to. It, and it was so easy for me to det- detach from men. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, hey, you didn't call me back, bruh. bruh I'm sorry. I, I got shit to do. If, right. you can, if you can't understand this life, then we don't need to be together. Oh, right. And then they would say, or like, you know, guys that I would try to talk to, they're just like, Hey, you didn't text me back, but I saw that you just posted. What the hell? Nigga, I'm, like, I'm, I'm working. This is my that's brand. Some girl stuff, right? Yeah, that's some, that's some just, girl stuff. I was like, just like, excuse me? Like, it was, what? And I, I'm not talking to you no more. But, yeah. <laughs> and Quit so, jobs like that. Quit niggas like that. Just First of all, uh, Cardi B said, I'm joking. Don't yell at me. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, if somebody doesn't respect your grind and respect what you have going on, and it, that's selfish. Why haven't you texted me no, back? It's, Why it's, haven't it's you? not a, res- a lack of respect for the grind. It's like they haven't dealt with anyone though. like that where they're always right. busy and so, they're trying to work on themselves and I their craft. I feel like if your girl ain't busy, she, she not, not doing nothing. She's sucking dick. They're oh, not. what? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what? I wasn't ready. <laughs> so, but I feel like because of that, they're not on the same like hill as you. They're not yeah, on the same mountain. Level. They're not on the same level. And so this year, um, finally, with all like the last two years of like trying to like you know break through depression and and find myself and like really really embrace like the woman that's inside of Olivia that is disguised by firebomb mm. it was just like okay you know what i i've been empowering so many people for such a long time I'm actually ready. I'm ready mm. to date. Like, hey, I'm ready to. <laughs> I'm ready to receive the now, love that I deserve. Now, exactly, but it has to be the love she deserves. Now, does Not it, no full. Don't come with no fuck no, shit. Yeah, don't come with that fuckery. <laughs> now, does he have to be an artist? Does he have to be spiritual? Does he have to be in the God? Or are you just taking any like that just piques your interest? You know what's so crazy? So many people ask me this question, and I never thought people would be like super interested in knowing. But it was just like. I, you don't have to be an artist. You just have like, to understand. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm like, honestly, like, I'm really simple when it comes to like, like, who I want to date. If you're attentive, if you're here and and you're like for me, if you support me, if you respect me, like, it's it's all the cliche things that that you'll always hear. If you're intellectual and all that, we can have, have deep conversation. conversations mm-hmm. where like you're you're not really biased just because I'm your girl or you're you're dating me. You can you can allow me to see both sides of things. Teach mm-hmm. me something mm-hmm. like that's Bring so, something to the table. God that's so vital it. for me. But I think a lot of people are just like, oh, she's an artist, so she's gonna date an artist, or she's a top artist, so she's gonna date an athlete, or she's gonna date like you know a, a musician, or whatever, because he's gonna understand her. But it's not always like that because not everybody's talented, right. but they're always emotionally, like mentally understanding. It's different to have a conversation and yeah. feel like you're listening as mm-hmm. well as you're contributing to this conversation. Yeah. So but, I feel like because you can sit there and have that back and forth, that banter, mm-hmm. that definitely means firebomb ready. You know I'm, what? I'm pretty, ready. I'm pretty simple though. Like, like I like, like you know, it's funny. I, I, ready to I, get I, off that fire? Oh my Could god! You stop. <laughs> as soon as I like, I placed that on my Instagram. Oh my god! I had mad people just in my DMs, just like, like just shooting their shot. It would just mm. say, "Hey, my basketball rolled over here." Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh what up? <laughs> hey, sorry about friends. that. Now, do you Long do time. DMs or like do do you have to meet the person in actual reality? Are you like asking out? if she's into online dating? Oh, I mean, you know what just happened. <laughs> to you me might be able to pull somebody through a DM. You might have to see somebody on the block and be like, "Hey, yo, Liv, what up, bitch?" 
You know what just happened to me yesterday that I thought was like so special? Um, I was actually going to training with one of my girlfriends, right? And we went to a Jamaican spot, a Jamaican kitchen inside of um, Vernon. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. They have vegan food, um, vegetarian um, curry and all that. And now I'm hungry. The guy, the guy at the cashier, mm. he just like, you know, like it was weird because I didn't, I didn't notice it only because mm. I was hungry as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, can I get this? Can I get this? Can I get that? And like, he was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just slowed everything down and he just started being really smooth. And I'm here, <laughs> I'm just like, it. and I'm here, I'm just like, oh, okay. Watch out for those Jamaicans. <laughs> and, and he's Watch really, out for those Jamaicans. He was really good looking too. And then he was just like, you know, like, um, me and my girlfriend, we were sharing a dish, and he only put one fork on the tray so mm. that I would come back. Up, oh, and then like, hey, oh, he was so lit. And, and then he was just like asking me, like, just tell me. He was just like, wow, I like, I like, really, really like your hair. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> and I mean, I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> and even before we left, he was just like, um, you never been here before, right? And I'm just like, no. He was like, this is your first time. I was like, yeah. He was just like, uh, maybe, possibly, will you come back and see me? And I was just Aww. like, I was like, maybe. <laughs> Hit him with the quick finesse. And then first he, of all, you can't ask me if I've been here before, and then or you never been here, no. So you never been here before. And then just asked me for my asked me for my name. He gave me his name, shook my hand, and then like he was just very very smooth about it. And then my girlfriend, one of my girlfriends, is just like that. I went with. She was just like. She was like, we going back next week. <laughs> That's right, friend. Get and, her a man. But the thing about it that it, it like really made my heart swell was that I had just came from training mm. and it was just like I'm so used to guys DM DMing me in my in my Instagram and they're attracted to firebomb. Mm. I ain't had no makeup on, nothing like that. You know, Those are the still, best kind of and days. He, you know and he still liked my hair and he was just and she was just like, live. He was feeling Olivia, like Yo. not firebomb. Like he don't even know who you are, girl. Like That's he was feeling Olivia. That's the trick. When you got somebody <laughs> like firebomb, you got to know, you and you to, get the actual like the. This is the person. You got not to love the, the crust of a motherfucker. He's like, stupid. <laughs> 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 now, what's I don't like his crust. You love all my crust. Shut babe. up. Oh my god. All right, so we got so we got uh, a little bit of time left. So I want to get to a couple things. So um. Being at the year just started, you've had a lot of wins so far this oh, year. You winning? You yeah. winning? Oh, oh my winning. god! In a big fucking way. So, yeah. um, oh um, yes. So let's talk <laughs> about. So let's talk just, about the get out painting, right? Oh. So now, originally, you just painted that, just like okay. So what's the what's the story with the the backstory? Get out, yeah, the get out painting. Um, I made it. I uh, created my get out painting one year ago. It was right after the movie came out. Movie came out in February. I created it like maybe two weeks right after it was done. And um, I recently, it was just so crazy. I actually just got off the phone yesterday. I had a private um, uh, conference call. Oh, yeah, we were going to talk about that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with Universal Pictures. It was Mm. crazy. So um, uh, I felt like when I went to go see the movie, which is a, oh my God, phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal movie movie that just leaves people even still talking about it to this day. Um, Don't trust white women. I felt so compelled. I felt so compelled to do it. And um, I just created this painting. Mm. And the thing about the painting is, like, it's really well thought out. Like, um, there's a lot more to the painting than just the man being in the cup. There's a lot more to that painting. And um, I created it in February. Mm. In May, I had to help one of my girlfriends move back to um, San Francisco. So we drove from Atlanta to San Francisco. Mm. And it was, like, a good road trip. And I got an email from um, Universal Studios in L.A. And they Mm. were just like, 
hey, like, you know, we saw that Jordan Peele, like, you know, reposted your artwork and he reposted it twice. And I was just like, wow, he reposted my artwork. And then like, she was just like, um, we're releasing a limited coffee table book and we want your, your, you know, your artwork in it. You know, we just want to have your, your release, your, mm. your permission. And I was like, absolutely. And then I thought it was a fable because I didn't hear anything about the book after. So you believe right. them niggas, but you don't believe me. <laughs> no, I'm playing. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to send you a fruit basket for how sorry I am. Okay. Appreciate I'm going to send you a fruit basket <laughs> for how sorry I am. But, um, they um so they went and you know they they took my pictures and all that mm. and then I didn't I was on Instagram and then a lot I followed a lot of the other artists that did the get out painting too mm. and then they received the book mm. and I was just like oh shit it's real like, <laughs> damn like and this book is like it's like nice I'm like wow like they really got the book but I had just moved up to um Connecticut. So they probably sent the book their to, copy Atlanta. to Atlanta, and I and I was just like calling everybody, I, and I was write, writing all these artists like, "Hey, you don't know me, but like my name is <laughs> Olivia, my name's Firebomb. I was just wondering, is it okay if like you send me pictures of my spread in there? Right. And I was like, please, <laughs> please." And then I, I I had called LA, I called um Universal Studios, and I was like, "Hey, like you sent the book to like my old address. I don't live there anymore, and I mm-hmm. would really, really love the book. Like, thank you so much if if you could do that." They sent it to me next two days. Mm. And when I got the book, I was just like, whoa, this shit is crazy. I was like, wow. You lit. And okay, so the book came out. Mm. And that was the first time I was ever published in a book from the director. Yeah, to that. We're going to do all that in post, but <laughs> nice. you know, that's a fucking achievement. From, from the director yeah. and Universal Pictures. And it was limited edition, so um, only the artist got it. And then probably anybody that helped with the movie mm-hmm. or helped with, um, that works at... Um, Universal Studios, and I was like, okay, this is great. Like, wow, I got the book. And then um, it was just so crazy. Like, I I got an email. I got an email. This is recent. This is like maybe a couple of days ago. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I was like, and, and I remember I was inside of FedEx and I was trying to ship, I was, ship a, I was shipping a painting to a client. Mm. And I'm here, I'm like, you know, at the cashier, ready to pay out. I'm looking at the email. I'm just like, oh, okay. And I'm reading it. And like, I, like, it's a thing. I felt, I was out of breath. Mm. I was just like, I felt like someone punched me in my stomach. It was like a... Lost all the wind. Yeah. And the cashier lady, she was just like... You okay? Huh? Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> She's like, is everything all right? And then I couldn't help to... I couldn't help but like my like the tears in my eyes, they, they, of course. they just come. It, it was almost like, you don't mean to cry, but you're like, yo, I don't know where these tears come coming from. Because I, <laughs> I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> right. And, 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 and then I almost felt like collapsing because when they sent me that email, I was just like, what? Like, this is crazy. Like, they were just like... We want you to be part of this story, so they want us. Um, they want me to be part of a film mm. that they're gonna be part of, and and it was just so crazy. Like you know, we want to have a phone conference conference call with you. We're not sure that this is gonna be move forward, but we're trying our best to make this move forward. I was like, dope, um, crazy. I had that conference yesterday. The yeah. conference call you yesterday. Go. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Just no effect exclusive. Tears again, but. <laughs> Everything that the producer, so he's from Trailer Park Content. It's another um like huge production. You ever seen you ever seen them shits on Netflix? The Trailer Park Boys? No. No? No. Kind of funny. But Tra- it's on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. I'll check it out. And it, it's like another huge production that's in Hollywood Boulevard in mm. California. And like he's here, he called me. So in the book there was hundred and twenty five artists that were featured. Mm-hmm. They only chose ten. Mm. They only chose ten. You exclusive like fire, nigga. Her name is Fire Bomb. (laughs) They only chose ten, and I was the eighth person they called. Woof. And I was just, and then he was just like, "We know you're from Connecticut, and like 
and and She's it's so crazy. Me oh my god, <laughs> girl! Oh my god! I, I <laughs> no, react when he was first talking of to all. me, but. He, he was just like, you're the eighth person that would call. He was like, this interview might be 10 to 15 minutes and it being an hour on the mm. phone. And I felt bad because I left my friend in the restaurant eating by himself. <laughs> oh, no, like, no, no, <laughs> no. You had biz- big business, business to handle. Yeah. So, and he's talking to me and he was just like, your piece is like one of like the most powerful pieces mm. like out of like the ones that we've seen. And he was just like, we all love it. Jordan loves it. We like Universal loves it. He was just like, you have to play a part in the story. And then... But they even furthered the reason why. I'm just like, damn, because I think it's a great piece too. But I'm just like, the other pieces were just as good, like yeah, the other yeah. artists. But then they were just like, no, we want to let you know we studied your Instagram, we studied your website, mm. and then they were just like, you as a person, you're very influential. You're very, you're very comfortable talking on the camera. You're very like, you know, very empowering, very inspiring. I've definitely like, watched a couple of your Instagram videos and, where you she's done interviews and you know your inspirational moments and and things like that. So. I agree. They were just mm-hmm. like, we're very, like, you're very, like, alluring. And then they're just like, we need you to be part of this. They were just like, we want to fly out and interview you at, at your studio mm-hmm. in front of the work. And I was just like, yeah. And they're just <laughs> like, if we can't do that, they're just like, we're going to fly you to L.A. so that we could do this, like, make this a, a thing, a go-to. And I was just like, wow. And then when mm-hmm. they started even describing the paintings on my website, I was like, right. damn. You motherfuckers. <laughs> y'all motherfuckers did your homework. And I was like, damn, y'all was on my website. I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> that is love. He was just like, he he was just like, yeah, your work is so impactful. And then, so the thing with the Get Out painting, if you guys go back to like looking at the Get Out painting, mm-hmm. is that when I created it, it's it's inside of a white hand. Right. And like, you know, the white hand is the woman. Yeah. And then it's inside of a china cup. Mm. And then um what's it called? Daniel Kaluuya is inside mm. of the um the the cup. cup. And the thing is, it talks more about the stature of the society. Mm-hmm. We live in a white person's world. And then they always say Asian people got it good, great next. Mm. And then a black a black person's inside of the China. Mm. It's like social stature. So there it was more deeper than just copying yeah, 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 yeah. copying the picture. And then I'm really big with Yogi Tea. I love Yogi Tea only because they have like these little cute sayings or whatever. On there, yeah. And then I just decided to make it a little bit more humorous by just like placing that out there. Even the yellow background, that plays so much into it too. When I live down south, slavery in down south is it just is such a huge synonymous, thing. Synonymous, yeah. Interracial dating in down it's, south whew. is challenging. Right. And and then just even just like, you know, um, when you go to like certain places, Stone Mountain, when you go to like, you know, all these places that they shoot at. And you know that there needs to be plantations there and all that. Mm-hmm. The color yellow, mm-hmm. the color yellow is in many of the rooms. It's a mm. very bright color. It's a very country color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they use a lot of that pale yellow. And I was just like, you know what? This background can be yellow. Mm. So it was just like very simple, but very, just very like, like. Takes you to that. Something so small room. just makes the painting just pop that, right. that much yeah. more and just has that much more significance. But it also that has painting, that meaning. Yeah. That, but that, so that painting, it was done in 16 hours, mm. one sitting. One, one sitting? Yeah, I had food on the side. <laughs> on the side. You, I was like, if I had to take like a 15-minute nap, you better get this done. Right, you definitely yeah. can't have a boyfriend doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. He just has to understand. No, nobody's going to... You're going to ignore me for 16 hours? <laughs> I, I wish you would ignore me for damn near three-fourths three fourths of a day. My thing is this, right? Is it really ignoring you? I acknowledge your presence, and then I'm going back to work. <laughs> you I might mean, be yeah. involved in this 15-minute break right here. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going back to work. Got you. Now, um, the NFTE, 
What is that? Nifty. Nifty. Oh, what is that? It's a network for teaching entrepreneurship. Okay. Um, I was trying to figure that out for the fucking long. I was like, so Nifty, Nifty <laughs> yeah. they, they teach it in several high schools. They teach it in several colleges. They just teach you entrepreneurship. They teach you business. So it's almost like taking a business class. Mm. You like you fake like, you know, um your own business and see how you would profit off of it. Mm. So Nifty, um, and it's just several, several students, several like like high school students that go into college, and you teach them mm. profit, you teach them business, you teach them marketing, and it was just the craziest thing. So they had me speak at Babson College in Massachusetts, and then they were just like, you know, we're gonna have you be a keynote speaker. We're gonna, we're gonna have you speak. I thought at first it was gonna be like twenty kids. Uh-huh. They were just like, no, 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 <laughs> we're gonna have you speak in front of three hundred students. Oh, I was just like, oh my god. And I was just like, oh, I should have took like three shots before I did <laughs> Parrot Bay. Like, I'm just like, oh my God. Mm. So, and they loved my story. It's the same story that we just shared right now. Yeah. And they loved my story. So then I got another, another email. They were just like, we loved your story so much. And there were so, so many alumni that participate in Nifty. Because if you went to a high school that did Nifty, you mm. had to take the class. Right, right, right. But there were just so many alumni that did Nifty in the New England area. It mm. covers... It covers Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, some parts of New York. Uh, and then they were just like, okay, we're going to have you represent New England area. And the crazy thing about it is that they only pick 20 people in the world. So the, the Nif- world. Nifty, Nifty is also on the other side of the world, too. They do it in high schools over there, too. And I was just like, damn, 20 people? So the tw- world. <laughs> Not just Cali, Craig. And <laughs> the world. It's like twenty, so twenty regions, and then I had to represent New England, and then they mm. were just like, "We're gonna pay for everything. We're gonna pay for your travel, your hotel stay. We're gonna even give you an honorarium. Like, mm. we're gonna pay you to be there. Right? Like, we're gonna give you free food. And there's like, you let us know how many guests coming with you. They get to stay. Dang, too. why we ain't no firebomb? <laughs> Yo, I was just like, <laughs> I be watching the answer. I be like, I don't know what that means, but it sound lit. <laughs> so, so the crazy thing is, so it's two thousand eight, two thousand eighteen, young. Global, global entrepreneur. Global. Like sure. I was just like, damn. I was like, you out of New England? There's like, there's me? like a hundred people. Yeah. Like, you me, 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 me? <laughs> Olivia. And I was like, damn, this is crazy. So, I, so and, I'm looking at the, uh, the get out drink. But then even when like you know when they tell you like you know I'm really simple. I'm a simple person. Mm. I'm more like. Damn, you better give me free food and a free hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she they already had me at free travel. <laughs> right, Yo, you right. gonna pay me? Free and then you said you about to huh? feed right? me. Excuse me, repeat that food. You gonna feed me? I got you. Yeah, I'm there. And then and then they were just saying they're just like we want to showcase all your work. I was mm. like, okay. And then they they're paying for that too. I was just like, oh okay, good thing. I mean, I only live in Shit. Connecticut, but yeah. like they're paying for the shipment of Shipping. all the pieces. Wow. And and but so the thing about that convention is that there's going to be thousands of people. So it's just. Massive so when is exposure. This, when is this happening? This is March 22nd. Oh, so I'm glad I got this interview now before she becomes Pop un- unreachable. <laughs> First of all, can we talk about Firebomb's quads? <laughs> Yo, I seen her lift a whole black man on Instagram. Say, so was it Olivia or Firebomb that squatted the uh, 185 See, this is what you women man. don't understand. You got to lift black man up, and Olivia Shut did that shit. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Literally. It's so annoying. I, so... I think it's like Firebomb and so Firebomb likes to expose it. Okay. Uh, Olivia loves to work out. Got it. Mm. But Olivia my, out here squatting whole niggas. Whole men. <laughs> so I could actually squat 225. But yes, then, Lord. That's New Year's. So my friend was like, we were all drinking, whatever. Yeah. And then like we were talking about like squatting people. Mm. And I was just like, I can squat you. And he was like, no, you can't. And I was just like, I showed him the yeah. video. <laughs> he was like, 
I was like, he's oh. expecting you to do it like I, one time. Nah, Mike, she had reps. <laughs> one. I was like, oh, two. she real. Calves <laughs> <laughs> is strong with this, with this Yo, one. Yo, the quads <laughs> on this one. Yeah. Now, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> last thing I want to touch on because we got to go Stop soon. It. Now, uh, the road to Ellen that happened what year? That was I want to say 2016. Yes. Okay. Now, what was that about? Um, it was a firebomb film. Um, mm. the film was never released, but I decided to take a road trip to Ellen because I did a massive picture of Ellen DeGeneres, mm. and like, um, I had lived in Atlanta at the time, flew back to Connecticut, and drove. More than thirty seven hundred miles Crazy. from Connecticut to California, Crazy. and I, I mean I've been to so many several states, but every single place that I stopped on along the way, mm. I hung my Ellen picture up, and mm. it was just big. It was like a process, but everybody that I visited, I was like, you know what, we're gonna put the Ellen picture up, and we're gonna let everyone know I'm on my way to I'm on my way to Burbank Studios because I want to be on the show. And what happened? Um, so we got we 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 got two. We got to um, Burbank Studios, and I'm actually glad that I get to talk about this now. But we got to Burbank Studios, and um, my friend that I was driving with, she had an amazing idea. So there was a Mexican restaurant right across from Warner Brothers Studios, and she was just like, you know what? We're going to ask them if it's okay. We can hang it there. And the thing is, if you tag a picture of somebody that's in the same location as you, like at the same time, it's going to pop up on that person's page so like, so that, that you're more reachable. Mm. We went there, got asked the GM, hey, can we hang this picture up? Like, we drove all the way from Connecticut. He was like, yeah. And he was just like, <laughs> he was like, and you're coming during rush hour time? He was like, this is the perfect time. He was like, they're always in here eating. Wow. And I was just like, oh, my God. I was <laughs> like, yes. So um, I took a picture, and it it, it it was me holding a canvas and said, I drove 3,700 miles just so that I can give this to Ellen DeGeneres. And it went viral. Yes. It, just, it went viral. And um, the next thing I know is that, we were visiting my friend's aunt in Placerville. This is six hours up. So right after we did that, mm. we were just like, you know what? Like, it's whatever happens from here on out. Like, we went all the way up to, it's near, like, Sacramento. Okay. So very far. And then, um, and just, like, in the woods, too, in the mountains. So not a lot of service. And I remember just um, my soror, my soror from Atlanta, she was just calling my phone crazy. Kristen. She was just calling my phone crazy. And she was just like, Olivia. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> and then she texts me. She texts me. And she was just like, Olivia. She was just like, the Ellen show just called me. No. And they want to talk to you. And they're asking me questions about you. So I call Kristen back. I'm like, Kristen, I just saw your text. She was like, Olivia, get off the phone with me right now. Burbank. <laughs> she was like, they're about to call you right now. And then I had a call waiting. Mm -hmm. And it was from Burbank, California. California. Mm. And I was like, damn, this is crazy. <laughs> so they're here and they're calling me. And it's a representative from their team. And they're asking me several questions of just like, we want to see the painting. Like, we want to know who you are. Like, are you single? Like, did you go by yourself? Did you pay for everything? They were mm. asking me so many questions. And my friend had videotaped it at the same time. Mm -hmm. So here we are. We have a FaceTime interview. We have a FaceTime interview with them. They're looking at the painting. They're looking at me and my friend. And, like, you know, they're asking us questions. And they're just like, wow, it's real. Like, you did really do a painting. You, you <laughs> are in California. Right. And then they have on Facebook, we checked in everywhere. So there's, yeah, right. there's receipts right, of us right, being right. everywhere. And then they were just like, okay, we're going to forward this to our producers. Because our, our producers are the people that, they got the final call. Yeah, yeah. Um, I posted the video of me getting that call. Mm. And then, um, and I think it had reached like 15,000 views at the time. Sheesh. And at the time, I only got, I only had like 20,000 20, followers. But mm. it had reached 15,000 videos, which was a stretch. It was like a stretch. Mm -hmm. Like, you reached, like 15,000 people just watched this video. Yeah, yeah. 
and they had called me. They asked me to take it down. No. Yeah. They called me. They asked me to take it down. And I, I was so reluctant at first because I, I was like telling them, I know that my, you know, compared to Ellen, my following is probably like super. Yeah. Minuscule yeah. right. compared to hers. But, but, but. To, but, and I was trying to like be vocal with them and telling, telling them that, you know, being from Connecticut, like this is everything to us. Right. And then, like, so they asked me to take it down, but they, they asked nicely because they were just like, it's only because we can't guarantee you anything. And I was just like, mm. okay. So I took it down. But when I took it down, I had to take it down from everywhere. Facebook, mm. Tumblr, Twitter, everywhere. And then I don't have footage of it anymore. No. Yeah, because Wait, I, you lost the footage? Yeah. That sucks. I had to delete it. You couldn't, like, archive it or no shit and just, like, like block it from, like, the timeline? You had to... Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they asked me to delete it. And I was like, okay. I told them to suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the first time that I ever, like, received, um like, like an immense anxiety attack. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, no. Like, like right. I drove this far. Like, don't ask me to do that. So then we kept going wow. back and forth. So I actually finally got an email from the producers. Mm. They were just like, Hi. We reviewed, um, like you know, your conversation, your Skype call, your FaceTime with, um, her name was Michelle, um, from the Ellen Show. We're our representative from the Ellen Show, and like we just want to let you know, we'll we'll let you know if we're gonna take further action with this. And I never got a call back. Mm. But but hold on, I really gotta say this though. So many people have said to me like, you know, what what happened with the show? Like, did you ever get on it? Like like I want to watch it, whatever. And I always have to tell them like I didn't go on the show, and to them it's like. They feel like it's failure, but like, oh, should I keep going? No, yes. go ahead. Okay. And to them, they they feel like it's failure. But the thing is, like, honestly, I would have drove another like four thousand miles just, just to, to tell everybody it. that they called me though. Yeah, I yeah. got a call. Right. And the thing is, like, my thing is, like, if you if you saw this painting, which made you call me. I'm pretty sure Ellen saw it too. So yeah. is the paint you still have that painting or is it's, it it's still... with my friend in Burbank. Okay, okay. So my friend actually lives across the street. That's what I was saying. I'm like, is it yeah. like still I post that shit in my own window. What? Every day. Yeah. Every day. Look at this shit. Tag no, the so shit out of Ellen. It's, it's actually hung up in his apartment. And every single time when he has like people come over, they mm. take pictures with it and they always tag her still. Mm. So it's just So like a, I'm pretty sure you you yeah, one, get that one day, call. one day, one day she's gonna get that call. I'm gonna see that little clip on Facebook. Firebomb. Like, like, I met her. I know her. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> now, um, last question. Uh, the name Firebomb. Where does that come from? Firebomb is actually a song, and it's a song from the Rihanna's um album Rated R. Mm-hmm. But she has a song on there called Firebomb. Mm-hmm. It's actually spelled correctly too. Yeah. And um, I I wanted to change it to the actual correct way, Firebomb. Mm. But then at the time, somebody had took it, so mm. I just gave it some flair, and I just went and wrote Firebomb. Fire. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean it stuck. It stuck out even more to people though, so they're just like, "Wow!" It's it's, it's more Googleable. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so uh, Firebomb comes from a song that's from Rihanna, and during that time, Rihanna went through a altercation with Chris Brown mm-hmm. that resulted in her having that album. Right. And during the time that um, I before I became Firebomb. I was in a very, very, very abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, very verbally, emotionally, and physically abusive relationship. And during that time that I dated that person, mm-hmm. um, I didn't create anything. I didn't. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't paint. I didn't draw. I, I didn't draw. And we were dating for like two and a half years. And mm-hmm. it's very unlike me because the thing is, um, I mean, I do that every day. Right. And we were in college together. So during that time that I didn't create, I just took my gen eds. I didn't really take art classes either. Wow. Mm. So 
Um, just took away all your creativity. Yes. Yeah, and it's it's so crazy how it sucks. It sucks the like, life, the life, and the soul out of you. So, mm. um, it was one night we got into a really really big fight, and it was just like you know when you just like kind of done had had it with everything. You're just like you know what, if we're about to fight. Like if I'm going down, you better go down too. Yeah, exactly. Like fuck this, <laughs> and because I'm not it's doing real. this anymore, right? Mm. And um, uh, we got into a huge fight. Mm. Um, uh, my brother had to pull me away. Um, my brother's boyfriend had to pull him away, mm. and then it was the last time that I saw him. Um, he's but it's no more bad blood. Like I, I haven't spoken to him since, but mm. he's married now. He has a kid. Like, but it was the very the very next day. I was hoping he was in jail or something like really yeah, bad. It never happens. No, <laughs> but he's, I think, I think more so, I don't want to say people suffering, but the thing is like, when people know that they weren't good to you, mm. it's almost like their punishment is almost having to see that you're happy and you're your successful mm. and you're That's thriving like the without them. revenge. It is. It is because mm. it's just like, because pe- they'll never hear the end of it. Exactly. From people. But, um. Fuck out world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we went through that and, um. I clung so much to that song because if you listen to the song, it talks about how I want to burn you like how you burn me so that you know exactly how it feels. Mm. And a lot of the times it's just like women, we go through so much in relationships and and self-esteem and daily struggles with friendships and relationships and work every single day that like, like, like it's so hard to like even get people to understand like, like. I'm a woman. I'm, I'm emotional. Like, this is how I am. I don't mm. have to be this way. And I'm trying my hardest not to be this way. But you're like, like, it's just men are more like, you know, prideful. We got all, we got it all together. Mm. I'm supposed to have it all together. And I don't agree with that either because I feel like men are still learning at the same time too. But I Every feel like. Every man needs a good cry. Yeah. I feel like men are still, women are like onions. Legit. We have a lot of layers. layers. Yeah. There's a lot of emotions running around in there. Right. Men are just like, we think men are complex and they're not. Right. Mm -mm. They're just simple, cut and dry. Mm -mm. My boss said it. He was like, yo, ask a girl, what's wrong? Nothing. All right, I'm going to take it as nothing. Uh, Yeah. When it's really like, yo, I'm mad about this. You didn't bring no food. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You didn't like say anything about my hair. I got my nails and my eyebrows and you ain't compliment that. And he just like, yo, I just want to drink this beer and watch this game. Like, yeah. yeah. See, simple ass next My, <laughs> and it's so crazy. So the next day, the, the day right after we um, decided to part ways, we didn't ever get back together after that because it was so, it was so bad that night. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I thought he was going to kill me. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was going to hurt him, like, really bad. Like, and mm-hmm. it was, it was just really, really bad. Like, a lot, a lot of broken walls, a lot of, Everything was just smashed. It was just, it was bad. It was like war. But um, I changed my Instagram name the, the next day, and I really wanted to be somebody else. Mm. And, I, and I just decided to change it to Firebomb. Um, it was the beginning of the new new semester, and I just decided to take all my art classes. I aced all my art classes. Mm. And, like, from there, I can't even tell you. It was just, like, it just went it just exploded. It was a bomb. It was a fire. Yeah, yeah, it just exploded, but it bloomed. It was just mm. like, wow, we didn't know that she could draw like this. Can you can you draw this for me? Can you draw that for me? And then it was so crazy because that, like two years later, I went through another bad breakup. Mm. And this one was really hurtful. Mm. More hurtful, honestly, more hurtful than the, the physical abuse, one. Physical yeah. abuse. It was just more emotional and mm. more like, because he was there kind of for like the firebomb stages. But it was just like, he saw a firebomb bloom 
but he didn't know how to how Handle. to support it mm. because it was just like he wasn't he was it was almost like he was behind right, right. and he was trying to like like catch up with me in the race but he couldn't and like so it was really hard for him to support me and it was so confusing it was so it was just so was it much... like a jealousy yeah mm. yeah it was very envious that and sucks. and it's weird because the thing about it is like when you know and you know that they know that you know but they'll never admit it like it's just that was but, like the ill riddle. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like but like, not with that ass. Yeah. Yeah. But so after that, and it was so crazy because also, um, the guy that like when he didn't understand like what we what what's happening or just the fact that he couldn't handle that his girl he didn't want to be Firebomb's boyfriend. That's what it was. Ooh. He didn't want to be Firebomb's wanted... boyfriend. He wanted his own individuality. Right. But everyone mm. just knew him because it was just like, yo, that's her man. It's almost like I'm gonna be honest with with you. It's like. Nicki Minaj, and then people knew Safari. That nigga got Stedman disease. <laughs> I mean, not everybody can be Stedman. <laughs> but um, it was crazy. Like, so we broke up. We broke up. It was like the week right after that, Big Sean. The week mm. right after that. Like, I know he was like, mad. Like Rick Ross. He actually went with me to meet Rick Ross. He mm. shouldn't have yeah. come. As soon as you get these angers off, you start just right. running to the top and just. Right. And that's, that's what I was about to say. Like, those were weights holding you back from leveling up and, and getting to where you need to be. You weren't even creating at that point when you no. were with that first dude. But that's, which is insane. That goes to show you, too, that honestly, that's God, too. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, you never learn from successes. You never learn from being told you're doing a good job. You only learn from failure. You only learn from mistakes. Mm-hmm. You only learn when somebody has your your face up against the wall, like smashing it. Right? Mm. You only learn from stuff like that. That you no right. longer want yeah. that feeling. Because the thing is, when people tell you that you're doing a good job, you you remain so complacent. Mm. You don't you don't challenge yourself anymore because you're just like, yeah, yeah, I'm good at this. I'm good mm. at this. Even this. when people tell me, they're just like, wow, this painting's so like like beautiful. Thank you so much. Only I know what I could have done better. Right. And I'm gonna keep telling myself that, right. like you like this, but and you you like <laughs> it because I know like not everybody can paint, but mm. you like it. But I know the next time when I do something, it's gonna be even ten times better. The same shit with this show, so I know how. Only time how you I can feel. paint is at a paint party. No, but you guys are great with this though. The communication and all of this is awesome. Thank you. Like the way that everything flows is great. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you're so annoying. <laughs> So, uh, what's 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 next for Firebomb in 2018? Is it more galleries? Is it traveling across the country? Is it possibly going across the world? Like, what's what's next for you that you oh can foresee? God. This is so awesome that you're asking me this because, um, so, um, I'm actually coming out with a book. Hey, yeah, and it's a book of all my paintings. Yes, yeah. Yes. So you'll see all my paintings inside the book. It's, I it's, want to paint. It's going to be like a, a hardcover. Um, it's going to be a really big book because it's just so many paintings from the last five years and everything that has been going on in the last five years. But um, in the end of um, March, I'll be taking a trip to Europe by myself. Mm. Yeah. So I'm going out the country by myself. Um, I've been out the country before, but I decided to go on like a small Europe tour mm. where I would just go go there, um, stay at hotels, stay at hostels, whatever, and then just kind of sit out in front of all these like famous buildings and just paint. Inspiration, yes, feel that energy. Yeah. Just, just let the I'll, hand free flow. Just I'll be there it. for fourteen days. Yes, so it'll be half a month. I'll be there. Mm. Um, and then at the very end of the year, I actually have um the fireball, so the gala. Mm. I had it two the years ago. Yeah, and um, what's it called? Uh, I'm having it again this year. It should be in July, and we're planning for it right now. It's it's pretty massive. It's a really big ball. You'll see all the originals there. A lot of people come out. Um, good entertainment. 
Good, um, good we're gonna features. Have to, we're going to have to pull up at the fireball. <laughs> we're going to have to pull up at the fireball. And then my big thing is, um, so oh, I showcase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I showcase the I showcase at um Art Basel Miami every single year, and it's mm. a huge convention for art, and it happens one time, um, every single year in Miami. Um, it only happens in three places: Miami, um, Basel of Europe, and Hong Kong. But mm. um, Art Basel is like Coachella, but yeah. only for art. art. Right, right. It's huge. I'm trying to be there. Um and I want a headline, mm. Art Basel, Miami. So I definitely see I it for be, you. Oh, thank you. Make it happen. Thank it you. is there. See the goosebumps don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I see them. No, I'm serious. No, yeah. Give me chills. Oh my god, your energy is amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I see. I foresee great things for amazing. you. I've been a fan of your work for years, and oh, being you. able to finally able to sit down and get to talk to you and meet you is just mm-hmm. I can cross this off my book because it's. It's ten people I wanted to have on this show, and you're one of those ten, so I can finally Aww. cross you off that fucking list. So Thank I'm glad you. you're here, um, man. She's ready to single. I mean, she's, she's single, <laughs> single. She's single and ready to mingle. You know, she can she can paint you like like come Leo correct, did in Titanic. She or can, don't come at all. Exactly. But uh, thank you for coming. I really do appreciate it. Um, where can everybody find me. your work? Uh, Instagram, Twitter, your website, all that good stuff. Um, you can find me. I'm very active on my Instagram. If you comment, I normally don't comment back to anybody, but if you DM me, I actually DM actually everybody back. So. Mm. On my Instagram, you can find me at Firebomb. It's F-I-Y-A-B-0-M-B. Um, same tag on Twitter. Um, you can find me at my website, which is www.firebomb.com. F-I-Y-A-B-O-M-B. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on Tumblr. Um, same name. Yeah. <laughs> um, at F-I-Y-A-B-0-M-B. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, honestly, if you just ever had the time on your hands, you can just Google me. Yeah, go take Google me. Google, Google me, nigga. <laughs> if can they find you? Oh me, little old me. Yeah, you can find me. Right, on, okay, Instagram. <coughs> I am if nobody's following you. So, uh, I am I F F or uh, Snapchat. If it's crazy, I F F is crazy. Nobody following you on Snapchat. I fuck y'all up. Oh, um, God. follow me at hk underscore domino. Only you if you're a man. You gotta relax. Um, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at domino underscore effect underscore podcast. I read uh, all DMs. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, Twitter is domino effect pod, all one word. Um, I think that's it. I'm reading all your DMs. Fuck out of here. Firebomb. <laughs> Olivia, I appreciate you for coming through. Oh, thank you this so much fun. for having no me. No on, on a Saturday, <laughs> nonetheless. So um, one thing's for certain. We too much for these niggas and three much for these hoes. <laughs> I go by the name of Domino. That's if that. Yeah, yeah. Firebomb this motherfucker. Bye, guys. And we out of here. <laughs> Domino, motherfucker. What's that? C'est tout ce qu'on